Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Black Girl Buddha, a podcast for the insanely woke. It's your hostess with the mostest, Lindsay Renee, and today's episode is titled, Wait What? It's time to tune in. You ready? I'm ready. Let's go. I'm going to talk through the whole intro. <laughs> Just kidding. Enjoy the music. I hope you're doing well and feeling well. I have a special co-host with me today. Hi, guys. That's Ashley. That's my best friend. The best friend. (laughs) For the past how many years? I think it's like 17, 18. Going on 18. It's 18 years, Ashley. It's 18 years. All right, but September, you know, school starts in September. Exactly. Well, we want best friends in September. That'd be a whole nother episode where I could tell y'all. We'll get into that later. Ashley, do I play me? So we're a whole 18 years of friendship. Definitely. But she's my co-host for today. And she was originally supposed to be the person to have a podcast with me. I'm sorry. Not about, no. <laughs> and then she told me, nah, you good. You can do this by yourself. <laughs> so this is why I'm here by myself as Black Girl Buddha. But in this episode and future ones, Ashley will definitely chime in. And we'll talk about what our name would have been if we did a show together. We already know what our name would have been. What? Oh, brown yes. girls for brown the girls win. for the win. Brown girls for the win. Like Always. simple. Like we stay winning. The You're melanin right. has blessed us in a way that most people cannot understand <laughs> and appreciate. So yes, brown girl. I said brown girl. <laughs> brown girls for the win. <laughs> I can't. This episode is going to be a lot of <laughs> laughter. Pauses. <laughs> can't pronounce a word. Listen, Mispronunciation. Fast. Y'all should know this. This is episode what five? Y'all should know already by now that I talk extremely fast. I can't help it. All right. So, uh, <laughs> all right. So, as you guys know, last week I was super sick. So, that meant that I missed out on doing a Juneteenth special, which sucks because I really wanted to do one and now I have to wait until next year. But I do want to say happy belated Juneteenth, y'all. Woo woo. As y'all all know, or maybe some of you don't know, and that's okay if you don't, you know, we all at different levels of our wokeness, right, Ashley? This is true. This, this is, is true. true. <laughs> but Juneteenth is a state recognized, needs to be federal holiday. I want that day off. Please and thank you. <laughs> but I want to get paid. <laughs> like, And that's what federal holidays are. Like, you're off, but you get paid. Deserved. It's a holiday that celebrates the official end of of slavery two and a half years after the Emancipation Proclamation was signed. On June 19, 1865, slaves in Galveston, Texas, were informed by Union soldiers that not only did the war end, but that they were indeed free. And as of today, 45 states observe Juneteenth as a state holiday. However, we have five states that do not. You know who them five states are? Actually, don't tell me, please. The first one hurts a little bit. Hawaii. What is that one? Hawaii. Oh, Hawaii, come on. Like, mm, Moana. <laughs> Hawaii Five. Every time you say that, I'm like, make way. Make <laughs> like, Baywatch. No, Baywatch wasn't Hawaii. Baywatch Hawaii, yes. Oh, okay. Jason oh. Don't forget that one. Hawaii playing around, man. Like, y'all know the struggle. Montana, New Hampshire, and North and South Dakota have yet to adopt Juneteenth as a state-observed holiday. Okay, those last... 
what was it, four? Yeah. I mean, who lives there? Cowboys. Who should observe the fact <laughs> that you going to celebrate this blackness? <laughs> Whether you black or not, bump right, that. Right, yeah. Like, it's like, what y'all waiting for? I need this to be something that is observed in all 50 states. Nationally known. I need it to be a federal holiday because this is the Independence Day for black people. We do not celebrate. Well, some of y'all do. I see y'all with your outfits out there, all red, white, and blue, and this shit. Nah. Only thing I celebrate on July 4th is my daddy's birthday. But other than that, it's like there's nothing else for me to celebrate because best believe your ancestors were slaves during this time. We were not free. So, yeah, I cannot jump up and down for this country's independence from Great Britain when we were still in chains. That doesn't work. So this is why Juneteenth is so important because it is officially our independence day. These slaves, and it wasn't like it was just five or six left over, like, oh, hey, you're free. No, it was at least 200,000 who were informed that they were in free. They, they were indeed free two and a half years after the war. Two and a half years. Lincoln was already shot and dead in the ground. <laughs> and these slaves found out, hey, you guys could be free. You know free. why, right? Why? Because they wanted to keep them working. Well, that's... <laughs> to get... I think it was like crop season. It was something, mm-hmm. but... Like, you gonna finish these cottons. And it was like, no, 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 no. But yes, observe Juneteenth. Appreciate that day on your ancestors every day and always. Did you watch the reboot of Roots, the 2016 version? Oh, yes, in 2016. Like, if you haven't watched that, I need you to watch that. The ending alone is everything. Like, nothing will ever beat the original one from the 70s, without a doubt. But the one from 2016 definitely had more historical accuracies. And, you know, it's just a little more up to date. But the ending alone is something I think every person of color needs. Like, you need to walk through a green pasture and see your ancestors just right there. Like, you need that. Like, I think that is such a humbling experience. Like, <sighs> like, 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 that scene, the tears, like, like, just all of them there, and they're nodding one at a time. Beautiful. Like, beautiful. Oh, like, these people, you will, there's just a, <sighs> I'm smiling right now because it's like, ah, you don't know them, but they definitely live through you. And so you honor them in any and every way possible because they have went through things that you can never, ever dream of and things that we most likely couldn't even handle. Moving on to a happier topic. (laughs) Happy Pride Month. In New York City today, it was the Pride um, Parade. So, yeah. Have you ever went, Ashley? Yeah, um, I went with Manny and Blaine. Ooh, Manny's my husband and Blaine is my friend um, and Blaine's boyfriend at the time. And we went, I think it was like 2012. It was so much fun. Oh, my gosh. It's, I mean, New York City has this vibe, but it was just love and colors and just everyone was friendly and getting along. It was just beautiful. Um, did you, have you gone? Yeah, I went in 2014. 14? Yes. I went in 2014, and it was similar to what you said. It was a great experience. It was very positive, uplifting, just very colorful and, you know, very lighthearted. And it was also an experience for me where I was just like, damn, because I went with my best friend. I went with... That wasn't me, guys. <laughs> no, yes, that was my other best friend, Willie. I went with my boyfriend at the time who brought along his sister and his two nieces and during the parade I had I had 
grabbed his phone to take a picture of something and then um a text message popped up from a girl and she was basically sending a picture of herself in a bra so hey mike how you doing (laughs) yes don't worry guys he's no longer in her life no but he's sending dms still like michael wants to send one every two years like hey i'm still alive and it's like you are after i wish you death (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that was my beginning of understanding that niggas ain't shit I learned I did but yes it was definitely a positive uplifting experience I I, I want to go again but it's a lot like it's very tiring like you're walking all over the city you walk down to Christopher Street like you definitely have to stop by Stonewall and then this year we're celebrating the 50th anniversary of Stonewall which is a, a very great thing but yes just major kudos and love to all of our LGBTQ QIAP plus IAAP IIA RP, because <laughs> we appreciate the older ones too. The older ones too. Those are the elders. But yes, everyone, because at the end of the day, you know, these are our, here I go with the R, our brothers and sisters, nation and worldwide. And we always want to let them know that we are basically with them as they continue to fight for acceptance and equality. Now, as I was saying in the intro, today's episode is titled Wait What? And Wait What? will be a series of episodes every now and then just to review and discuss the latest topics in the news and whatever is trending on social media. Like, don't be fooled. We're not just old. We're hip, too. Like, we're all about... (laughs) By saying we're hip (laughs) means we're old. Yeah, just say, okay, listen. (laughs) We got old souls, but we like our gossip and tea, too. Like, shit. I want to know who's fucking who. (laughs) We still be on the shade room. (laughs) commentary now (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh but yes that's what wait what will be and of course down the line wait what will have special co-hosts every now and then maybe ashley will be the official co-host for wait what you think maybe if y'all could see her face like she's giving me the most fake (laughs) (laughs) giving me that sure no (laughs) i can't you're doing a good job trust me you're not stuttering like i was the first time episode one that's all folks (laughs) sorry i had to okay we're hip we're not old we're hip and we're young okay so let's jump into the first topic which is very serious and here we are laughing (laughs) it's like okay a day before the hearing on reparations in washington senate majority leader mitch mcconnell stated that african-americans didn't need reparations because barack obama being elected as president counted for some type of debt pay wait what (laughs) oh obama a president in 2008 mm-hmm. wiped out yeah. over 500 plus years mm-hmm. of kidnapping, murdering, raping, torture, the disbandment of families, free labor. Like, the list goes on. Mm-hmm. Like, all forgiven because he was president for eight years. White people White. voted for him, but I'm sure that guy did not vote for Obama. Definitely didn't. The Kentucky Republican told reporters, quote, 
We've tried to deal with our original sin of slavery by fighting a civil war. By passing landmark civil rights legislation, we elected an African-American president, end quote. He said we tried to. So they still weren't able to. But they tried. So we should just forgive them because they made an effort. You know, you're right. I didn't even realize that. Like, he really did say we tried. Like, exactly, because you guys failed. Like, you think every time you say, oh, we acknowledge that we've done this and we're so sorry and you're not really sorry because, like I said, you have the modern-day slavery now. But it's like, yeah. Um, so, like, forgive us, please. <laughs> forgive us, but don't but expect anything from us. Yeah. They, they, forgive us, but don't expect anything from us. Bullshit. The following day, Juneteenth to be exact, whoop-whoop. Mm-hmm. I get whoop-whoop from fucking Insecure. Uh, where he had the out... Nah, listen... Before I go off, <laughs> but yes, the following day, Juneteenth to be exact, during the House Judiciary Committee hearing on reparations for slavery, author Tanahasi Coates, alongside actor Danny Glover, Senator Cory Booker, and others, testified on Capitol Hill. Coates responded directly to McConnell's claims, highlighting that the United States was still paying out pensions to the families of Civil War soldiers well into this century. The Civil War was what 1861 to 1864 i think or 1865 yeah yeah so so you mean to tell me people in this century were still getting paid out for their family fighting in that war all them years back but the very people who were slaves during this time never received anything and their family never received anything and that's okay Coates also went on to discuss the horrific treatment of black Americans and how it did not end after the Emancipation Proclamation. Quote, when it ended, this country could have extended its hollow principles of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness to all, regardless of color. But America had other principles in mind. And so, for a century after the Civil War, black people were subjected to a relentless campaign of terror, a campaign that extended well into the lifetime of Majority Leader McConnell. End quote. He nailed it, yeah. That's it. Just from slavery to the civil rights to Obama, those three specific things, like so much was going on in between. And for him to kind of just jump over it, like he, I don't even know. It's the irony of this country. Like it's the hypocrisy of this country. This is what this country is good for. We're good for pointing the finger at other nations and saying, how dare you? And you should know better. And it's like, sis, and here it's like, oh, well, that really—it didn't really happen like that. Actually, let, let's let's just like we are the nation that can assist in and be so vocal over Jews receiving reparations from Germany and France, but we can't even give it out to African Americans to our own people. Exactly, people who built this country. We have provided reparations to Japanese Americans for the internment camps we had them in. We have provided some type of reparations to Native Americans, but we have yet to provide any to African Americans. Like, even during Obama's administration, he provided $12 million to Holocaust survivors who were living below the poverty line. And it's like, still, receiving something when you have others who have received nothing, nada, zip, zitteringo, zilch. But uh, I'm sorry. Like, and y'all even want to give us a Black History Month. Like, mm, It's hard enough to even get that. 
to have it and and have people recognize it. Like I, I think people truly forget the the hardships. People don't forget. They just don't. They don't understand how deep it runs. Like this slavery, Jim Crow laws, the contemporary prison, uh, school to prison, right? school to prison pipeline. Yes, like that's the modern day slavery where these kids are not even getting a chance to really get an education and succeed. It's like, oh, you're coming from a poor neighborhood. You already have issues at home. You know, you're troubled. You have learning disabilities. We already know how you're going to... Put them in special ed. Special oh, they have behavior issues. Oh, let's suspend them. Now they're out on the street. What happens when kids are out on the street? Bad things. Exactly. And now you're in the system. Mm-hmm. Too much. Way too much. So, pay up. <laughs> And that's the thing. They don't want to pay up because the debt is so, the debt is by far the biggest. Like this is something where it's going to run into the trillions and this country is already broke. So it's like, yeah, we not trying to pay out all this money. You know, maybe you can figure out another thing, but that's the thing though. The original survivors never got anything. And the biggest thing critics always say is, oh, well, you know, with the Holocaust, at least we're paying survivors and not descendants. That's a big difference. But if you never paid the original survivors, it's only fair that they, it's only fair that it does go to the descendants then. And it's also like these people went out into the world with nothing. Like there was no 40 acres and a mule. Remember that. So whatever they actually worked for and actually had, it was burned down. It was stolen. Like they never really fully got to just live their lives to the fullest extent. Oftentimes when I'm reading the comments on Facebook, I'm seeing people saying like, I'm not paying for something I wasn't around for. And it's like, I could understand that. But when I did this speech those many years back, I definitely ended with a Malcolm X quote that I want to read to you guys now because I feel like it sums up what this country truly owes black Americans. Quote, if you are the son of a man who had a wealthy estate and you inherit your father's estate, you have to pay off the debt that your father incurred before he died. The only reason that the present generation of white Americans are in a position of economic strength is because their fathers worked our fathers for over 400 years with no pay. We were sold from plantation to plantation like you sell a horse or a cow or a chicken or a bushel of wheat. All that money is what gives the present generations of white Americans the ability to walk around the earth with their chest out like they have some kind of economic ingenuity. Your father isn't here to pay. My father isn't here to collect, but I'm here to collect and you're here to pay. End quote. Hashtag run me my money. <laughs> like, like run it. it right now. One check, not one check per household. <laughs> <laughs> one check per person. Per person. Ashley, what you doing with your millions? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I'm moving out. Paying off my student loans. I don't know. A lot of things. Let <laughs> me saying millions. What are you doing? I know. Oh, where I'm going. Well, say with my hundred dollars, <laughs> I'm probably going to. I don't know. Treat myself to a nice dinner. Well deserved, right? Well deserved. All right, you ready for the next topic? Let's go. So on the episode of The View, at least like a week and a half ago, Whoopi Goldberg stated that actress Bella Thorne, who recently decided to release her own new photos after hackers stole her photos and tried to blackmail her, should not have taken new photos to begin with. I wanted to say, wait, what? But girl. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Wait, what? There you go. 
<laughs> During the panel discussion, Goldberg stated, quote, if you're famous, I don't care how old you are. You don't take new pictures of yourself. Once you take that picture, it goes into the cloud and it's available to any hacker who wants to use it. I'm sorry you don't get to do that. End quote. So she's basically saying you took the photo so you deserve for it to get leaked. Pretty much. Leaked. Like she's shaming her. Like right. she's putting more blame on Bella than she is on the hackers. Like the cloud is confusing for anyone. I don't even use iCloud. Oh gosh, I do. But anyway. I can't. I've read like two articles and I still don't understand anything. What a break. Ah, fulfilling. <laughs> Now, Bella responded with a teary message on Instagram that she was hurt by Goldberg's statements, calling them sick and honestly disgusting. She went on to say that she planned to cancel an upcoming appearance on the show because, quote, I don't want to be beaten down by a bunch of older women for my body and sexuality, end quote. And she's right. Like, I'm not going to sit around a whole bunch of women. And granted, some of the women on the panel actually agreed with her. But if you're looking at someone who just totally is, like, blaming you, flat out disagrees with you, it's like, yeah, just save your time and energy. Exactly. And then, of course, I'm thinking of myself, like, trying to respect my elders. And if it's Whoopi Goldberg, like, I love her. So if I'm sitting across someone that, I don't know if, if Bella feels the same way I do, but if you're sitting across someone that you truly admire and respect, and it's like, they really just try to, like, yeah. play, she was crying, all right. Like, it makes you feel like, damn, like, and here we are as women needing to support each other and just, you know, be that sense of, I guess, solidarity. And it's like... Once again, time and time again, we're like, mm, shame on you. And we're the main ones pointing the fingers. So then you, sorry, you have her sitting there thinking like, did I do something wrong? Like, And you're like, I, like no, she, you didn't. Like, girl, uh, appreciate your body. Like, if you want to send pictures, you send pictures. Now, revenge porn is not only on the rise, but it's the new norm. So in 2014, you had the infamous hack of like 500 photos from celebs like Jennifer Lawrence, Blake Lively, Ariana Grande, Kate Upton, and more. And then in 2017, you had Uh, Rob Kardashian. He was releasing the photos of Black China. I think they were broken up at that time, right? Mm -hmm. And he was mad. Like revenge. Yeah, revenge. Revenge porn. He was telling that she had like surgery Surgery, done after giving birth. Yeah, posted pictures shame now but she sued him or i don't know the term but i guess she sued him she took him to court for that so good for her as she should have and that's a good thing because as of 2019 41 states and even the district of columbia have specific laws outlawing distribution of revenge porn but i feel like goldberg's opinion is just that and sometimes we just have to remind ourselves that you know of course Opinions are like assholes. Opinions. Right. Everyone has. Everyone. Um, <laughs> like, it, you know, and I get it. It's, it's, somebody calling you out publicly is enough, another thing. It's different. I already got hackers trying to take my shit and expose me. I already got people judging me. So I get that. But it's like sometimes you do have to remind yourself that, you know, these opinions, everyone's going to have them. It is what it is. But I definitely get where Bella's coming from. And I feel like having naked pictures on your phone is, is, it's normal like whether you're famous or not like it is what it is like i'm someone actually you can <laughs> yes i can <laughs> there's been plenty of times Lindsay would tell me go look through my phone for blah 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 oh but hold on slow down through the pictures because you might see some things you don't want to because that's what you do you send pictures to people that you're dating talking to married right, whatever right. it is what it is and sometimes not even just sending pictures it's just it could be for yourself. Like <laughs> a lot of times it's me appreciating myself. Like I just want to have videos 
and pictures of my body because it's part of my self-love journey. Like, it really is. Like, nudes allow me to see and appreciate and accept. Like, I appreciate what I see, and I have to accept what I don't see. <laughs> like, there's some, I don't, ooh, I think, ooh, maybe you see that at a certain angle or something. But, yeah, it allows me just to really appreciate and accept. And I think that, yeah, I we just shouldn't bash women who have to go through this. I definitely commend her for taking control. Um, she was in a situation where she was being extorted and, you know, people tried to embarrass her and so be it. She released her own fucking pictures as she should have. We have already so many men against women. We don't need women to be against women. Last thing I need. <laughs> woman tell me what to do with my body. <laughs> Ooh, these water breaks sure do help. <laughs> now, I wish I could say it's shocking, but no, we do have women who always want to be against women and even like I said there's there's more blame on the victim even with the teacher recently in New York she was a middle school teacher she was fired after a topless photo which she sent to her then boyfriend who also worked at the school surfaced now she's still in the school but we already know and it'd be it would be very naive to think that this wouldn't harm her chances of being in another school and once again, the blame goes on to the person. Like, oh, she shouldn't have done that and everything like that. And she's in a relationship with this whole guy and he decides to be petty and be an asshole. But once again, until all, until we allow women to just simply own their sexuality, they will continue to be exploited and punished for doing so. And that's the last thing we need. This next topic is all for you, Ashley. It's your favorite person. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know who. Come on, say his name. Your predator. I mean, president. <laughs> New York Magazine published an explosive excerpt from journalist and a vice columnist E. Jean Carroll's new book in which she describes Donald Trump sexually assaulting her after the two bumped into each other inside Bergdorf Goodman in the mid-1990s. Wait, what? (sighs) These topics make me shake my head. (laughs) In Carroll's account, Trump pushed her against the wall inside a dressing room, pulled down her tights, and quote, Forcing his fingers around my private area, thrust his penis halfway or completely, I'm not certain, inside me. End quote. Oh my gosh. Like all the allegations against him, he denied this one as well, going so far as to say that, quote, she's totally lying. She's not my type. I've never met this person in my life. End quote. That's how you defend yourself against <laughs> someone saying you raped them, basically. She's not my type. She's not my type. And if she was, I. I would have been guilty of these actions. But also there's video of him talking like this. He'll just straight start kissing someone because he he can't. Like, come on. There's proof of him actually having known her because guess what? Carol came out with a picture of the two talking at an event in 1987. Now it has taken Carol years to speak out. And as for why, she says, quote, receiving death threats, being driven from my home, being dismissed, being dragged through the mud, and joining the 15 women who have come forward with credible stories about how the man grabbed, badgered, belittled, mauled, molested, and assaulted them, only to see the man turn around, deny, threaten, and attack them, never sounded like much fun, end quote. Carol's account of being sexually assaulted by Trump in a department store dressing room is in her new book titled, What Do We Need Men For? A Modest Proposal. I agree. That's actually a really good title. Like, what do we need them for? We practically do everything 
better. We have everything we need on our body. <laughs> like we're good. <laughs> There's some nights <laughs> where I really <laughs> know what. Let me just move on. <laughs> The book contains a list of 21 men that, as Carol describes, are the most revolting scoundrels I have ever met. Trump is number 20 on her list. At least 16 women have accused the sitting president of sexual misconduct or assault, most of them coming forward during the 2016 campaign before he was even elected. Now, this is the same guy who used to brag about grabbing women's pussies. This is the same guy who used to brag about barging in on the Miss USA and Miss Teen USA pageant contestants and catching them undressed and exposed. Like, I don't put nothing past him. Nope. I believe her. Like, I I believe her. Like, there's no doubt. There's no questioning. I stand by her. And I think you said it best when you said he is not a president, but definitely a predator. And the only time I want to hear Trump 2020 is when it's being announced that that is when he is starting his prison sentence. He needs to go to jail. ASAP. Meow. (laughs) Yesterday. Now, we're going to take a quick break. And when we return, we're going to continue with more topics. More wait what topics. So stay tuned. such a good job (laughs) i appreciate you you're welcome if you got the real unedited version of us it'll just be laughter like that's all we do and it's a good thing but it's like damn what was the joke (laughs) no but i really this is why i'm so excited that we will discuss our friendship in the next episode because it's like you guys have to really understand that this is someone I have known since I was 13 years old like huh all right so yes as Ashley was saying welcome back now we're going to continue on so this one's very interesting wait have all of our topics been about no we haven't okay I was gonna say I feel like I was like is all of our topics about I was like, it's not though. We talked about reparations. The first two weren't. No, the first, the first one, one and Juneteenth and stuff like that wasn't. But then everything else is sexual stuff. Well, we're sexual beings. <laughs> so now, wait a minute. <clears throat> On her Facebook watch show, Red Table Talk, Jada Pinkett Smith admitted that in her early 20s, she engaged in a threesome. That's cool. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, I'm so tired of telling Ashley to say, wait, what? Because it's part of the whole episode's theme. (laughs) 
she said something and then I just I'm really just shaking my head or I'm just like shocked like wow she said that and it's like no just say wait what oh yay okay continue let me continue. You gonna say wait what? Wait what? Thank you. Pinkett Smith responded to a fan question during the episode discussing the topic of unconventional relationships. She stated she was very young and didn't like it. Quote, well, that's not for me, but I always think if I was in love with two people, that's another level. I could see enjoying a threesome then. End quote. Who said that, Jada? Yeah. Oh, I agree with that part. Like if you're in love with two different uh, two people, excuse me. That makes sense. Can you be in love with two people? Yeah, if you're splitting your time up and kind of like spending time with two people, then you can learn to love two people, yeah. Equally? But they both have to be okay with with that. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Like, everyone in, in the picture has to be okay with, like, sharing. No ma'am, no ham, no turkey. I don't share. I mean, Manny would agree with you. <laughs> Pinkett Smith is not the first star to admit that she's been involved in the threesome. The list includes Lady Gaga, Amber Rose, Chris Brown, T-Pain, 2 Chains, who says his happened in the 7th grade. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, now you want to say it. Because the 7th grade, though? <laughs> yeah, I'm not okay with that. Like, I'm... Mm-hmm. Okay, Michelle and others. Now, I could never. Never? Never. What's the Chris Brown song? You, you can sing it for me. Go ahead. Ain't no way. There you go. Ain't no way. Like, I can't. Like, I just know me. I know my heart. Like, I know how my feelings are set up. And it's just like, yeah. And it's another man and my boyfriend. I. Yeah, so let me tell you. Okay, so I did research. I'm not revealing. I'm not revealing anything. No, no, no. I did research on just like how it works and like um the article was just basically saying uh you're kind of like you want to talk it out and prepare and like really understand what's really going to happen because it's awkward so they gave like an example of like you know maybe the two people are sitting there and talking and kind of flirting stuff while one person kind of like will go to the bathroom or something so that the two people can kind of get comfortable and then the third person joins later on it's very like technical so that's when i decided i was like eh, i'm not about this life it's very technical <laughs> which is why it's a technicality because it's like <laughs> i'm not doing it yeah, like yeah, i no. can't even like of course everyone when you think of a woman engaging you think of automatically maybe two girls and one guy but it's like no i think of automatically two guys because i don't see myself like yeah i don't see myself interacting with another girl nothing against anyone who is lesbian or bisexual but i just know me and so mine's would have to be two guys and I can't see myself because I'm thinking about my feelings, Chris's feelings, especially. Please. That's when it's, yeah, yeah. It just has to be a lot of communication and just like comfortable sexually. I feel like it's double the work, personally. Like if I'm right tired from one I man. I feel like it could be fun, but. Until you a snapped episode, your body's in a bag in the back of the house because somebody done chopped up your body because you moaned a little too loud with one person and not the other. If you ever want to be scared out of doing something, just come talk to Lindsay. <laughs> Listen, fear will save your life sometimes. And like you too, Ashley, I also did some research and found out some interesting facts about threesomes. Tell me. So... It turns out that threesomes are not a top sexual fantasy. The University of Michigan conducted a sexual fantasy survey for women, and threesomes were actually ranked at the bottom. 
Yeah. Duh. That makes sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> we know. No. Me daydreaming about being a celebrity is probably like. Because we're not trying to overwhelm ourselves. Like, no. More work. No. Nah, I'm no. good. Um, two, menage a trois is a French term that you always hear, and it's always associated with threesomes, mm-hmm. but it actually translates to a house of three. So your house is actually a menage a trois. But I wouldn't say that out loud <laughs> to other people because, yeah. Right. Three, cross swords is the term for when two guys' dicks touch inadvertently during a threesome. Yeah, that's I've heard of that. Mm, traffic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, that's that sounds more uh, appealing, I guess, because I just, I mean, we like men. What do you mean appealing? Like, like men. I just so like you. men. So men together is kind of hot. All right, moving on. <laughs> I was say, y'all should see my face right now. I'm getting like, what the oh fuck is she? <laughs> nah, sis, we gonna talk we'll about that this. for an episode where we talk so Not many even. about this. This will happen. This will be a conversation we have off <laughs> offline. Because I don't need to share this with anyone else. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Now, during the Red Table Talk episode, Willow Smith, daughter of Jada Pickett Smith, stated that she would be open to being in a relationship with both a man and a woman, as she equally loves both. How do you feel about that? She's 18 years old, so I've... Uh, yes, yeah, I think it's fine. <laughs> I mean, um, we kind of know who we like from, like, kindergarten, or more probably, like, second, third grade... We know, like, we have a crush on either, you know, whoever, boy, girl, whoever is in our class. So, like, we kind of know that early on. So, yeah, I think that's okay. I don't know. I still always feel like 18 is a baby. Like, I still feel like you, I don't know. But it's like, is she doing something wrong or risky? Or, like, you know what I mean? I love the transparency that she can have to sit there and say that in front of her mother and grandmother. Yeah, but I feel like part of me is like I, as a mother, wouldn't want my child to be in a relationship with two people. I can understand that she loves both equally, man and woman. But because it's a man and woman, or if it was two men, she was in a relationship with because people do that too. They do. I just don't. I don't know. Maybe because I'm so one on one. I don't. I couldn't picture my daughter being in a relationship, or even son being in a relationship where it's an additional person. But, yeah, I definitely do love the transparency that she has to discuss those yeah, things. Yeah, the confidence. Yeah, because I could never, like, sit down with my mom, definitely. My grandma, yeah. I think my grandma's still in denial about me having sex. This is true. And I'm a whole 31 years old. Yep, <laughs> She thinks I go to Chris' house and we just play video games all day. And it's like. Ah, <laughs> uh, grandma. Please don't listen um, to this. But, yeah, I think that openness allows for a transfer of ideas and opinions and experiences between different generations, which is a good thing. It allows for more understanding. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's why Bella should go on The View. Because yeah. it's a, yeah, like I said, it's just that, that openness. Is just, just explain it to them like, so they can understand. I'm telling you, some people really get stuck in their own generation. Now, moving on to the next topic. So, we're going to sports. But once again, it still relates to, <laughs> yo, we did not intend for every, almost every topic to be, to be something like that this sex related. <laughs> oh, but listen, 
It's not our fault. The media just was throwing this out there. Now, LeVar Ball, he's a media personality. He is the father of Los Angeles Laker, Lonzo Ball, and, like, the other two boys. Like, you know, he's a he's a well-known guy in basketball. You know, he's known as being this very confident, know-it-all guy. Now, he found himself at the center of controversy this week, well, last week, when he told First Take host Molly, I don't know how you pronounce her last name, Kiram, that she could switch gears, quote, switch gears with him anytime. Now, ESPN responded by condemning Ball's on-air remarks, and according to the sports-based website, The Athletic, Ball had been effectively banned from appearing on ESPN platforms in the future. In the future. I didn't know they took it that far. I did. And did you listen to... Yeah. Like, so, did you watch and yeah, listen to the clip? the clip that they had, like, an older version of him, like, an older video of him saying, like, uh, switch gears, which I guess... With is her a, in 2017. Yeah, with her, yeah which so, is a comment people say when they talk about basketball, I guess. They don't. Like, and switch then, gears when you think about cars. Yeah, like... like but she, my thing is, you are the one saying it first, and when someone falls behind you, why is it inappropriate? Where he used a hand motion, like, gesture to initiate, like, he's switching gears in a car. Like, it wasn't yes, nothing where yes, he slowed yes. it down and was like, sure, you can switch gears with me anytime. Like, like he in didn't... a flirty way. Like, he just said it, like, yeah, you can switch gears with me anytime. And it's like, what does switch gears mean? Switch topic. And that's... <sighs> yeah. So her reaction, I don't know. It was too much. I feel like, if anything, her own actions showed where her mind was at and how she actually viewed him. Because, like, it was just so simple. Like, I would like to switch gears. Meaning that I'm going to basically go off topic. And if someone replies with, you can switch gears with me anytime, meaning change the subject with me anytime, because most likely I'm going to be able to handle this question that you're going to throw at me. Like, his response was nothing but a repeat back and a good transition, if anything. Right. And she was, She's her whole reaction was like, like oh, like, oh, let's like uncomfortable, stay. let's stay on top, you know, whatever. And I just think, like, people don't like him because he's just this self-proclaimed know-it-all. And, you know, he's very outspoken with his boys and just what he thinks. And I feel like this is where you get into, like, the dangers of the Me Too movement. Because sometimes it's like, you have to really stop and really identify if it's just a misinterpretation. She could have asked you him, overreacting. Like, wait, what do you mean? And then he'll say, oh, we could switch topic. And then you move on. Or if he's flirting, he could flirt. You know what I mean? Like, Especially then you know, if clarify. you did it already back in 2017. Like, that's the only thing where I just feel like, yeah. This is where it's like you have to kind of just sometimes check yourself and i read comments online where from both men and women where they're siding with her and him and i just feel like on this stance i'm definitely siding with him yeah i don't think he meant it as anything just by watching the video like his tone of voice his body language his face like none of it none of it shouted like that he was trying to be inappropriate so she um went on to say that she was very pleased with ESPN's decision. And then even Jalen Rose, who is her husband, spoke on the man in a situation and he defended his wife's wife, excuse me. And I'm just thinking like, I get where he's coming from defending his wife. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm under behind closed doors. If he was like, listen, I'm going to defend you in public, but you fucked up. Yep. That's it. It's time for the last, wait, what? So Ashley, you take this on. So apparently... Um, 
I mean, <laughs> girl, you know the shade room is facts, facts, facts on facts. Um, looks like April Jones, right? And Fizz from B2K. If you don't know, if you don't know Fizz. <laughs> it looks like they're dating. And the crazy thing is, April is the mother of Amarion, Fizz's bandmate, two children. Okay, so they share children. They she said they were friends. They, uh, yeah, so back in January, right, there was like a live Instagram video and they were in the house playing. I guess there was other people there. I don't know. But um, she tried to say they were just friends. They were just friends. That was just six months ago. Fizz is the mother of his child, came out and was like, nah, they're dating, guys. Now, six months later, they're dating. So... What do you think? This just happened? No. <laughs> Moniece knew it. Like, they knew it. But I think what makes the situation so fucked up is, like, childhood friends, bandmates. These women were friends because their men were friends. Right. Like, there's just this closeness all around. And so now you have these blurred, like, lines and these crossovers happening. And it's just like, nah. Like... And B2K, I'm sure they're still on tour. And also, um, I think Amarion and Fizz are friends. Like, I don't... That's just weird. It's uncharted territory. Like, you don't... There's so many people in the world. You're one of your best friend's ex-girlfriends? Like, I... No, no. Like... That's like if you were to date one of... Your not even. Right? That's like if you were to date my baby daddy. Right. It's not even exes. Baby dad. Wait, I don't even... Okay, so me. <laughs> Let's say me and Manny break up, and then you guys start dating. Yo. That's weird. We're fighting. I already know that. Like, there's no... The friendship is dead. Like, you're supposed to be the aunt to my kid. So, yeah. It's just... I, I feel like it's too it's too much. Too close. Too close. And then part of me is like, okay, is this a storyline for love and hip-hop if they're coming on the show? But it's just like, if it's not, I just honestly feel like, nah. Like, there's just, there's, there's girl code, there's guy code, like, <laughs> there's family code, <laughs> like, like, di- nah, I can't, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm really, I'm sitting here thinking about, like, I'm really trying to process this, like, and then people were saying, like, Mo niece was being petty with her response, saying that, you know, obviously, you know, April should be respectful, uh, that she knew this was the case or whatever, at the end of the day, yeah, she's quote-unquote happy for them but yeah I, yeah it's still <sighs> this is drama <laughs> this is drama you don't need like there's plenty of other people so we're scrolling on the shade room and just looking at some of the comments and these comments listen the shade room is the best place for comments these comments will have you so tickled <laughs> like <laughs> Wait, so one comment, it's like, God damn it. I knew I should have went to the Millennium <laughs> Tour before <laughs> all this shit happened. Because it's like, yes, this is going to affect... Y'all thought Raz B was acting up on the tour. Like, this is going to be some shit where it's definitely going to affect the relationship between all of them. Someone else said that they're doing this for clout, which I feel like 
Yeah, it could be like one of those like TV plots. Someone says she bagged two B2K members. Meanwhile, I can't even afford to go to the show. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Someone said, does he self off and try his friend or whatever Leah said? <laughs> she definitely didn't say that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Someone said that the video, so she, so April is recording is it a live video or just like she's recording posting so she's come here come come in the video you know say hi somebody said this when my mom calls me over to come talk to some relative in nigeria i never met (laughs) because the way he approached the video like Like, unsure didn't really want to the internet is the best but yeah that's so wrong i don't i just i couldn't no, really. This sums up all the men in the world, and she chooses someone that her baby dad grew up with. Done. Facts. That's, That's it. it. That's <laughs> it. Wait, one more. She's the type of chick that comes in the living room with lingerie on when the homies come over. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he did some foul shit to her, she's obviously giving him back. Once again, like I said, we right, never, know we exactly. never know. What goes on in people's relationships? But it's something because, I mean, damn. If they're happy, they're happy. But also, it's like, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. It's fizz. Like, I will always hold. See, this is the thing. This is why we're talking about this. Let's get to the nitty gritty. This is real. Like, really care about Ashley story. loved Amarion. I didn't. Amarion <laughs> was everything. Lindsay did not. She didn't I was team fizz because fizz is a Sag like me. He was going to think the day after me. Wait, is Mario a Scorpio? Hold on while we Google. I think he is. And the reason I'm saying that is because my husband's a Scorpio. So Wait, let me see. <laughs> I guess that's what I like. I need to know. I need to know. I need to know. No, no. He's he only 5'6". That's November 12th. Yep. He's Ooh. Okay. He did something. <laughs> he did something Scor- wrong. That scorpion. Good for you, April. <laughs> Look, so now you got no. me trying to figure out what she is. So listen. <laughs> I think she's a Taurus. We should play a game called Guess the Signs. Guess the Signs of the Celebrity? Because I swear. Oh, she's not going to have a Wikipedia page. In. She's a sad. Who? Wait, no. Is that sad? Yes. Yes. Mm. They definitely don't. And I can tell you right now that this relationship with Drew is not going to last long. Two Sages are damn near impossible to be together. Because, yeah. I've tried. Mm-mm. So stay tuned. <laughs> so yeah, we'll be back in a week to talk about what went down. So this concludes another episode of Black Girl Buddha, a podcast for the insanely woke. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. (laughs) Don't forget to rate and review the series on iTunes and Google Play and share with others. Of course. Also, follow me at BlackGirlBuddha on Instagram to keep the combo going. Tell us your thoughts on our recent Wait What topics. And lastly, head over to BlackGirlBuddha.com to access the show notes and shop for the latest items at the BGB store. I thank my co-host, Ashley. Thank you. You did awesome today. And all of you guys, I'll see you next week. Take care.